Hi, everybody. This is the Strong Christian Female Podcast, and I want to give you some words of encouragement. So moving forward in life, sometimes you just need a small little dose of something to pick you up. And that's what these are going to be. These are just words of encouragement that are short, sweet, to the point. It's not going to delve any deeper than probably a few scriptures. And we're going to really try to just shift our focus back to Jesus whenever we start to wander. Or just a little dose. It's like a little little sip of coffee in the afternoon where you just need to get over that hump. So I'm going to release these usually on Wednesday, although right now, um, as a global community, we are experiencing the coronavirus. And that being said, these are going to come out far more frequently now than when this is over. Because you guys, this will end. We aren't every year going to shut down our global economy for a virus. It's it's not going to happen. This is a once in a lifetime, once in a generation situation. This is something that people have never experienced before. And people have experienced a lot worse than this. We don't think maybe we have as human beings because this is such an abrupt halt, but we have as humans, we have absolutely experienced worse than this. So I just want to keep our perspective on God, not devalue what people are going through, but to change our perspective. And this is going to be something we're going to do again weekly, even when this is over. Sometimes we need to change our perspective. We get into our daily routine, we get into our lives, and we simply just need to pull back. We need to pull back and remember who's in charge. So I, I've said this for years, and it came out of my mouth when I was talking to my kids. You can't let your emotions drive your car. Your emotions are passengers in your car, but they aren't the driver of your car. And right now we live in a world where people's emotions are grabbing control of the wheel and they are just off-roading all over the place and crashing into people. And they're just going bonkers. God did not give us, even as women, emotions to rule and reign us. If your emotions are ruling and reigning over you, God wants you to learn self-control in that area. Emotions are great litmus tests for things. But again, they are not meant to rule our lives. So for today, with that in mind, I want to talk about the fruit of the Spirit. See, the fruit of the Spirit, not fruits of the Spirit, but the fruit of the Spirit. It's one thing. Some people call the banana, which is fruit, the perfect food. And the reason is, is because of all the vitamins and nutrients and, and fiber and different things in it that are, are so complete. It's, it's such a complete food that, you know, if you had no other choice, you could live off bananas for a really long time. You'd get bored of it, but, but they are so densely rich in nutrients and other things your body needs that you really could live off it. Well, the fruit of the spirit is far more complete than that. And it's for our soul. It's for our lives. It's for our livelihood. However, we have to partake of it. We have to engage in it. We have to do an action to activate it. See, holding a banana and walking around isn't going to fill me up. It's not going to meet my needs. I can say, oh, I'm good. I got a bunch of bananas. But if all I do is open the door and stare at them or read about them or research what's inside them or look at them or make recipes with them, but still don't eat them, I am not nourished. See, the fruit of the Spirit isn't automatic. A lot of us really think, oh my gosh, I'm a Christian. Fruit of the Spirit, da-da. How, how many of us know Christians and even ourselves who don't engage at all in this list? So the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, also known as long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Really think about that. How many people do you know who, who they don't show love, joy, peace, 
forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You know, a lot of people suffer from really taking their security in the things of this world. And when the world is shaken up, our hearts and minds are exposed. We may keep certain things hidden pretty darn good in that closet that we shove all our crap in, that we hope nobody ever opens and looks at or under our bed, right? But when it's time to clean house, when something goes wrong in our lives, everything comes tumbling out. If we haven't kept our house clean consistently, then that's all going to come out. See, a lot of people think a crisis creates this sort of panic, but the truth is it was probably there. It was just barely being held in. And then the moment that door opens, those uncontrollable circumstances arise, everything comes tumbling out. But if we've been partaking of the fruit of the spirit, if we've kept our spiritual body in shape, if we've eaten really healthy, we're prepared for that battle. And self-control, peace, love, joy, goodness, gentleness, patience, forbearance, that's all going to come out. So as Christians, we can partake of this right now. And I encourage us to intentionally partake of the fruit of the Spirit. Engage with the Holy Spirit, with scripture, with reading, with prayer, with praise. Push aside the emotions that are trying to control where we're going and instead seek God. Grab a hold of that wheel and choose where you go. See, God has given us a choice. We allow our emotions to overtake us as a choice of our life, just like we allow ourselves to engage in the fruit of the Spirit as a choice in our life. These are choices we make. I want to encourage us to engage in self-control of our emotions as we engage with the fruit of the Spirit. Engage with peace of your mind peace in your house, peace in how you respond, love as an action, the way God showed us, intentionally loving others, not just feeling love, but doing love, serving people, love in action this week, joy, despite what's going on. See, happiness is often negated by circumstances. See, we're happy if we're comfortable. We're fat and happy so we smile. But joy, joy doesn't deny circumstances. Joy comes from an eternal perspective of circumstances. See, if you zoom out on history, think about the people who went through the Great Depression, far worse than this coronavirus. World War I was before that. Then the Great Depression, everybody was upended by that. They thought they were finally into prosperity and peace. Then the Great Depression only ended when World War II started. You want to talk about a heck of a time in history to be living in. Can you imagine being born in in basically 1900? And then when you're aging out of being a teenager into an adult, World War I happens. Then you have like a little bit of a respite in there, about eh, 10 years-ish, maybe a little less than 10 years, like eight. Then the Great Depression starts, the Dust Bowl. It just keeps going. Then World War II happens when you're in your 40s, 30s and 40s. So you're sending potentially your kids off to war. And then you you aren't out of that till 1945. Because if you were born in 1900, the first 45 years of your life, wow, holy cow, that's crazy. But I, I bet there were a lot more people seeking God in that than you might believe. Because you needed strength to endure, to get up every day, to know there was a bigger plan than your happiness. See, joy comes from the eternal perspective that God is in control and you are living history right now through something hard, but he hasn't 
come off the throne. I mean, if he didn't come off the throne for World War One, the Great Depression and World War Two, you think he just just decided to abdicate the throne during the coronavirus? No, it's not happening. But the choices of people on earth do affect us. They can affect your happiness, but they should not affect your joy because your joy comes from God. Your joy comes from the eternal reality that we are already engaging in our forever life. And just a temporary blip of it is here on earth. We're going to show goodness to our spouse, to our kids, to our neighbors, to the teacher online that's driving us a little crazy with their demands, maybe. I, I don't know. Whatever the goodness is, but the goodness of God can be reflected in how we handle things. Gentleness in how you speak to others. Gentleness in how you go about your day. Gentleness in how you fold that 95th load of laundry this week and your kids need you and everyone seems to need you and you can't get a break from being needed. You're going to pause and realize that this time will pass. This demand on your life will pass. And in the moment, how are you responding? Do you think God isn't in demand constantly? Isn't disrespected constantly? He can show you how to be gentle despite what's going on. And as women, we are given this banner of gentleness, but we can use tongues like a viper too. And it's this very strange combination of gifts that we have to choose to engage in. Have patience for the process of others in our lives and ourselves. We have to be patient with the fact that we do not have all the answers. We are not God. And yet we can be patient in his answering our prayers the way we can be patient with ourselves in us getting around to all the things we need to do. We need to have long suffering or forbearance to persevere and not give up in our relationships with other people, our relationships with ourselves, our relationships with God, and this very painful time for a lot of people. You guys, there is a lot of people in a lot of fear, including maybe people listening right now. We've got to have more forbearance and long suffering and realize we were not promised an easy life. We were actually promised the opposite. If you are truly following Jesus, you are despised. If you don't believe me, try saying you're pro-life in a group of people who are passionately pro-choice. Try saying something simple like, I believe babies deserve the right to life. We can't even say it in our friend group, or we can only say it behind the mask of social media. I'm talking about in actual relationships, and I'm going to talk about it too. And I'm going to let you know murdering babies is bad. Now, silently being pro-life, that's fine right? But you guys, right now we have to persevere in these relationships. And yes, we need to show God's love. Yes, we need to not pick fights. Yes, for the love of all things, get off social media. It's just a poison right now. And the news is a poison. See, part of that partaking of the fruit of the spirit is also being wise to choose what you're constantly ingesting. See, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's what grows from the spirit. So if the spirit dwells and lives in us, we should be growing those things. But we have to nurture that. And part of that nurturing is not poisoning our mind with things that the world are telling us. The world will tell you to sit down and shut up when it comes to the things of God. It will tell you you're wrong, you're stupid, you're gullible, and if you're not angry, you're not paying attention. So to come at anything, speaking love, having peace of mind, controlling your emotions, not engaging in spiteful behavior, being joyful despite what's going on around you. People will tell you you are naive and in denial. 
But what you need to say is, I am fully aware of my eternal place in the kingdom of God. And this on the span of eternity is not even a breath. And I choose to hold the perspective of God and what God's word says and not the perspective of man, which is to panic, fear, hate, lash out, be emotional, freak out, not be able to endure anything and to complain. No, we want it. We want to partake of the fruit of the Spirit, let it nourish our bodies. And when the Spirit is in us, these things should grow out. And I know I keep saying that, but it's just a reminder. So take time in the Word today, in prayer, even if it's five minutes, is with your kids, with your spouse, with your roommates, with whoever it is that you live with. Because you know what? They're there anyway. Just jump in the Word together. And if you don't have someone in your family, in your life, in your house that is a believer, reach out out to other people right now and say, I'm going to start a Bible study, join in. Because it is good to join in these like global prayer moments. I think that's wonderful. I, I'm, I'm doing the same. But to have a personal relationship with people who are in that group, keeping you accountable and encouraging you, that's far more important. And here's the deal, ladies, you're probably going to have to start that. You're probably going to have to do it. But you know what? That's okay. Because you were born a leader. You were born someone who was made to pick people up. You were born to defy what the enemy is telling you to do and resist him. And he will flee from you. And part of that resistance comes in your agenda, your plan, your schedule. Resist his schedule for your day and embrace God's schedule for your day. So that's it. That's my word of encouragement for today. Let's do this together as a community. Embrace the fruit of the Spirit. Give the fruit of the Spirit ripe and beautiful soil to work with. And when you are tempted to not partake in those things, get back in the word, pause, take 20 seconds to think about what's about to come out of your mouth and how it will affect your child or your spouse or your roommate. It's not worth it. It's not worth it to panic. It's going to take discipline. It's going to take patience, but you can do this with the Holy Spirit. Okay, ladies, let's pray. God, For these women who are listening, even if it's far in the future, we all have crises as we go through. We all go through identity um, issues. We all are tempted to listen to what the world is telling us to do. We all shut up when we're supposed to speak up and speak up maybe when we're supposed to shut up. And God, it takes your wisdom to help us. But part of your wisdom comes with engaging in the fruit of the Spirit. That doesn't take anything. That just takes a choice of what we put into our minds and what we let come out of our mouths. So God, we ask for peace of mind right now. We ask that we seek you with our whole heart, with our kids. We ask that we are teaching them in this moment how to respond to fear. God, thank you so much for this, this opportunity to walk in history with you, to walk through this moment as a globe with you. Let your body of Christ rise up and give hope through Jesus right now to those around us, through our creativity, through our choices, through our children, through the way we're staying patient, through, through even our social media posts. God, help us, Jesus, to love our neighbors right now as action, to love the people in our lives, to love foster kids right now, to love kids who are maybe in an abusive situation at home or in a home that is very woe is me, to reach out and love those parents through this. Easter's coming. Maybe we drop off an Easter basket. God, let us choose to be the body of Christ right now and walk in the fruit of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, ladies, see you tomorrow.